0: So, did you want to talk about the screenshots I sent you?
1: Bring it on. The other day. Bring it on.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I am horribly uninformed, which makes me a perfect uh, person to discuss this.
0: I am really uninformed, too.
1: I am really uninformed as
0: well. So, maybe we'll keep this one short-ish. And so, my thought is maybe we discussed it now, and then we can come back to it better informed people like a before and after sure you know okay um so i don't know do you want to summarize these these screenshots
1: so let's see you're you were talking to a couple of your friends mm-hmm. and uh let's see so i, should I just go ahead and read, read the messages yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah sure oh, okay. and then we can try oh. to summarize it after Okay, so I'm not sure, so obviously I'm only looking at messages that you were sent, nothing else, no context to it. So without context, here are the messages. Yeah, I don't get it. Never has a tyranny used medical science to oppress their peoples. Americans just think not being told what to do is what makes it America. Hitler said, don't smoke and eat organic, but kill the Jews because they're bad. (laughs) <laughs> and then <laughs> one person's a little a little more extreme <laughs> than the other <laughs> but we'll see <laughs> then the, the other person said <laughs> yeah i wouldn't argue that a tyranny has used a me- medical science to oppress people and i certainly wouldn't call america tyrannical but the religious-like blind reverence that our culture currently gives to mainstream medicine is ridiculous and the next message. Also, have you ever talked to a doctor? They all seem to be the most mainstream consensus loving idiots. And for and for the record, you liked that one. I did. <laughs> you liked that message. Because it's so true. <laughs> they are really, really That's consensus not true. Not loving. Not all of them.
0: All of the doctors I know, and the ones who aren't have a reputation of being tiny, whimy holistic y doctory people. They like they're they're in a different category in people's minds because people don't Put them in the same grouping. Yeah, of normal but to doctors. say
1: that all of them are mainstream, do you mean they all study medicine? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Three, okay, the messages go on. Three months ago, if you wore a mask, everyone would would say, obviously, that's silly. Oh, silly. Okay, that's silly, and you're dumb because who said not to wear masks? Now look at us. <laughs> People get visibly erect. <laughs> when repeating medical facts and prostrating themselves before mainstream medicine. And yes, mainstream medicine is right 95% of the time, but the problem is the religious fervor with which people pleasure themselves when blindly repeating medical facts. That's true. Th- that's true. So he, he, he rounded it out towards the end. Right. So that, that paragraph
0: right there is probably the most interesting part of this to me. Okay um so people get visibly erect when repeating medical facts and prostrating themselves before mainstream medicine and yes mainstream medicine is right 95 percent of the time but the problem is the religious fervor in which people pleasure themselves when blindly repeating medical fact so i see that and i think that's the principles here are applicable in a ton of different fields
1: yeah that, that that's that can be said about a lot of different things, and that was that was my immediate thought when reading that was well, I agree. There are people who just you know repeat facts without knowing the background or the context themselves, and you know, like most industries, the majority of the time, um, the people who work in these industries are well-intentioned. In- you know, most doctors are relatively well-intentioned. You know, there's obviously the the handful that are in it for the money or whatever else they could be in in it for um but you know i'm not sure it's it's a, it's a, it's a it's a topic just because of what's going on right now that and that was a good point that he talked about who where they were talking about how you know you shouldn't real or not that we shouldn't but we don't need to wear masks and you and i had had a discussion <laughs> with someone who was blindly repeating that because who said it yeah and and that's what made that's me think ob- that's what yeah. that was the original reason i had sent this to you because of that previous right. conversation right right which was an interesting conversation because we pulled out all the facts you know saying well obviously you're not immune to coronavirus when you wear a surgical mask let's say because he was saying oh well you know no point in wearing anything if you're not wearing n95 That's not true. Something is better than nothing. You can make the argument, oh, well, it's not a huge difference, so it's not worth it to me. That's your choice. But there is still a difference, you know, definitely when wearing something. So that was where, you know, at first, America was really off in saying that as a whole because they were saying, oh, well, if you're not going to wear an N95, just don't even bother. Mm -hmm. And I think that really contributed to some of that initial spike that we had. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until people started freaking out and getting scared then things started you know started not calm down, but we started to become a little more aware.
0: yeah, yeah, definitely definitely. um can you think of any other ways that these basic principles can be applied? So I guess the principle I'm seeing here is... People, check really en- people really enjoy repeating facts spoken by authority figures. And usually that's fine, but there's like a 5% chance that that'll end terribly. Well,
1: I think I think the principle here is be informed. Do the research yourself. Check your facts and question what you hear. You know, just because something is said in the news doesn't mean it's correct. Now, I'm not, you know encouraging conspiracy theories and saying, oh, you need everything, nothing is, nothing is true, coronavirus isn't real, but I'm I'm saying just, you know, look at it with some common sense, consider the facts, and, you know, nine times out of ten, I think you'll be okay. Like, you know, we're not scientists, we're not medical professionals, but we've been pretty reasonable, like I'm saying you and I, with this whole coronavirus thing, you know, in our area, especially because our county is one of the worst in the state. Uh, like one of the top three Mm -hmm. so you know we had to be careful and you know we don't have a choice so you have to consider the facts you just have to consider the facts because like and people arguing oh the flu still kills more people per year i'm like that argument is out the window (laughs) there hasn't been a year yet guys yeah let's wait until there's been been a year year. genius i'm like (laughs) do you see the rate at which people not only people are dying but the, it's just the, the the main issue was not so much the rate of death. Obviously, that's that's horrible. But it's just the—it's because obviously the, the death rate isn't horrible per—like, the chances of death for each person isn't horrible. You know, there's a likelihood you'll survive. But the issue is just the rate at which it spreads. Our—the structures of society aren't built to handle, you know, 75% of the population being sick. They're just not. So that's the issue. The issue is, if everyone's sick, and let's say, twenty um, percent are in bad condition, you know, the other eighty percent are okay. Still, those twenty percent, that's going to put a heavy toll on the the healthcare system. So that's that's the issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, on top of
0: that, there's the other weird symptoms that right yeah, which they just that yeah, uh, just in my mind immediately like. Okay, maybe I'm less likely to die from this than the flu, but I also don't want to have corona toes.
1: You know, yeah, and I don't, I don't want to have, get, and I don't want the possibility of strokes. You know, or kidney failure. Like... Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff they're discovering now. Mm-hmm. So you know, and, and I'm, I'm sure they were attributing some deaths to some of those symptoms, a coronavirus that they had yet to link to coronavirus. They were, they were. Sense. In
0: fact, uh, I remember reading that. You know, up until recently, the kidney failure, they were attributing to all the drugs that they were pumping into the people and that that oh. was just causing kidney overload. But, you know, mm-hmm. now they've realized that, no, people even without getting pumped with drugs are having their kidneys fail on them. So, mm-hmm. you know, how many deaths that were attributed to kidney failure were actually, you know, kidney failure because of other causes are actually corona
1: causes, you know? So kind of back to what what your friends were saying you know, at the end of the day, I, I I agree with what he said at the end, that, you know, 95% of the time, you should, you know, consider what your doctor has to say. So, the, the, the but the issue is you have to be, you know, an informed citizen. And that's tough for everyone because everyone grew up differently. You know, pe- there are varying levels of intelligence that people have. And Varying
0: B- so- levels of respect for authority correct you can i mean you can you can definitely go in the other in fact we've seen people going flowing in the opposite direction where they just don't believe corona exists at all and that this is a conspiracy to keep us home because that they can plant more pigeons to watch us and government
1: drones and i i don't see that argument at all because why would the government want to shut everything down like we're seeing how quickly they're trying to get everything back so, you know, people are saying, "Oh, well the the economy, they're trying to slow things down." That the government really doesn't work like that. And I I heard even one person say, "Well, look at the 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 healthcare companies. Look at how they're skyrocketing now." I'm like, "So you think the healthcare companies are the ones that engineered or contributed <laughs> to coronavirus and to this whole situation that we're dealing with?" He's like, "Well, I'm not saying anything, but I'm like, "Come on, man." Like really think about that what you just said. <laughs> There's no, there, that does that makes no sense. I'm not Those saying companies...
0: that pigeons are government drones, but have you ever seen a baby <laughs> pigeon?
1: Have you ever eaten pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it makes no sense. So you know, kind of like what I was saying that it's important to, to be informed because just an example, if if I if I took every Every medication that a doctor has given me, I would have taken so much more than I would have needed. One time, a couple of years back, I, I had, you know, kind of a, an immediate surgery that was unexpected. And afterwards, they had given me Percocet, you know, for dealing with the pain after the surgery. So they had given me quite a bit, and but I was still in excruciating pain and because I thought there was a possibility that I had a blood clot um after the surgery so i was a little worried because i felt like i was in more pain than i should be um so i just went to the hospital and you know after like two hours of waiting uh <laughs> they were like uh well you know i don't want to tell you but here here's the a prescription for some more heavy pain meds and i'm like that, that's not what i don't need i don't want that that's not why i'm here <laughs> uh-huh. you know I'm, they're so used so i think it's a mixture i think i think they're used to people just showing up wanting those meds and then it's also the insurance side you know obviously they they do make money off that but i don't think that's the full picture i think there's also just they're so used to people coming in there saying whatever they have to say just to get some pain meds so and they've probably unfortunately just given in yeah and they're like anytime someone comes in they're like oh well what do you want well you don't you you
0: don't have any incentive not to give in Uh, financially you're rewarded and right. you just it's one less stress to have to deal with you have right one because less so if you fight that, that person yeah. then
1: what's that going to do for you yeah
0: i've been i've never taken narcotic ever and like mm-hmm. i've been through you know i've i've been through a couple surgeries mm-hmm. but i've been prescribed tons of narcotics unfortunately fortunately my body responds pretty well to like the normal stuff so i've never had to take it but like i
1: definitely could have gotten even more narcotics if i wanted to, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean'm not gonna lie it <laughs> the first day of me on on some uh some heavy painkillers like it was it was weird I'm not sure how to describe it because I forgot what they had given me one time that I was taking and I would try reading uh I was trying to study something so I was reading some paragraphs and trying to find some answers uh from those paragraphs and I had to keep rereading the first line of the paragraph to read the whole thing. Uh-huh. I kept rereading. It took me probably an hour just to read that first line. So I'll keep getting distracted and I'll be like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> and then i was like, okay, get back into it. Come on. And I'll, read, I'll try reading again and I would doze off. I remember walking downstairs to get something. I forgot what I went downstairs to get. So I walked back upstairs and I was like, oh, I need to get that. Walk back downstairs. I did that like three times. <laughs> that, happens, that happens to me without narcotics. Forget with narcotics. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 no fun. I mean, it's kind of fun if you want to look at it (laughs) that way, but it's like it's it's not fun. You've basically said
0: a few times that like this last paragraph you agree with a lot and that you like. Yeah, relatively, yeah. Okay, but what about the rest of it?
1: So, the rest of it being the religious-like blind reverence that our culture gives to the medical industry. Yeah.
0: Do do you think our culture gives that much reverence to? Maybe medical industry isn't the right word, but to medical authority figures?
1: I would say it's more of a reference to media. Less so much the actual medical industry, but more of how it's portrayed in media, if that makes sense. Because I do believe that people have this obsession with the news and this obsession of... You know, we've seen it now with coronavirus. People constantly wanting to be updated. What's going on? And, you know, like me, I really don't care. You know, I, I'm just... Let me know when quarantine's over. But everyone else, they're really on top of things. Every every piece of news they're going insane about. You know, they're, they're spreading it around. And half the time, it's just rumor or hearsay. So I think a lot of time, it's just uh, wanting... Not only to have the facts, but wanting to be the one who controls the facts and sends it to people. So, I'm not sure if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: I feel it. I feel it. Like, when I'm the first person to get to send something new and interesting to someone, like, I'm, you know, I enjoy Mm -hmm. being the first person to...
1: Right. We all like being in, in the know. Yeah. So, I think it's something to do with the media. And, you know, I'm not someone who's big... I'm watching the news. I'll occasionally read things. I kind of just try to filter things out and just get the important stuff. But I I, I think there is an issue. So, because you could, you could probably apply that to a lot of things. Because our culture has an obsession to a lot of stupid things that other countries don't have. Like, you know, we care about what Hollywood person is doing what, you know, who's getting married to who. You know, I don't know if you've ever watched Good Morning America, but it's... It's brutal. It's like, because half the time it's just pop culture news. And I'm like, this is what people watch in the morning news. Uh-huh. So, you know, half the, half the news isn't really news. So I think it's a mixture of a lot of things. Okay. So you would say it's not as clear cut. No, definitely not. There's no clear line. It's not just the medical industry. I think it's a mixture of a lot of things because I think that that blind reference people have towards the medical industry it's really just a symptom of something else. Mm-hmm. I I was gonna say
0: that like I think this the same kind of behavior you see towards the scientific community just in general. Um,
1: trying to pick something that won't be too terribly controversial. Well that isn't that what this show's for? Controversy. <laughs> pick one. True. Um. Uh so what do you, so what what do you what are you trying to what are you trying to find an example for again
0: <laughs> People being very excited to spread a scientific fact and then it later on being shown to be not oh, accurate I mean
1: that's that's very common especially that's kind of the science community in general Here's a, that's okay. where
0: here's a good one here's a good one okay. I, I sorry I didn't mean to cut you off And like, this is going to be controversial in some circles, but it won't, uh, you know, the, the general audience probably won't feel controversy unless you're from Florida. The Florida Panther. All right? Big cat. Cougar-like. Tannish like a cougar. Not that big like a cougar. Long tail like a cougar. People, in the, especially in Florida, like to say that the... Florida panther is the most endangered mammal in the world. And you'll hear that over and over in different classes. The world? In the world. Because there's only... I don't remember hearing that.
1: Remember because they there's that?
0: only... there's only They estimate, quote-unquote, between five fifty to 100 specimens left in the wild that are pure Florida panther. Mm-hmm. All right? So, like, on its own, that sounds like an interesting fact. And, like, in, through college, I heard that a lot because, you know, Florida Panthers is a nice, uh, it's a nice media-friendly animal to, like, you know, point your attention at. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Florida panthers interbreed perfectly fine with cougars.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Florida panthers also look like cougars. They sound like cougars. They act like cougars. Their babies look like cougar babies they are the same size as Cougars. Did I say that yet? Probably. <laughs> do you, do you, do you get do you get the hint I'm trying to get at over here? That some of the Cougars out there are actually Florida Panthers. That Florida Panthers are Cougars that we decided to call Florida Panthers. Oh. That is controversial. <laughs> yeah. and you know oh that's interesting and you know know. i'd have to and we do this a lot we do this a lot like and in Mm -hmm. fact scientific community has acknowledged this by calling by calling the scientific name of the florida panther and you know i'm gonna look it up so that i don't say it wrong florida panther wikipedia no i don't want the company come on (laughs) (laughs) do i really have to put florida
1: panther animal what the heck come on what is this world coming to like, come on they're a hockey team the hockey team is more popular than the actual panther <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right all right florida panther here it is
0: scientific name of the florida panther is cougar <laughs> puma okay. concolor concholar cory puma okay. concolor cory now what is mm-hmm. the scientific name of a cougar puma concolor huh so basically what what this means is that they have put florida panther as a subspecies of panther so they have acknowledged
1: of cougar, of cougar you mean of cougar
0: i'm sorry of cougar okay. so they have acknowledged that okay florida panther is a cougar mm-hmm. yet we're still saying the florida panther is the most endangered mammal on the planet Meanwhile, cougars are all over the country. So while I'm not saying that this is a good or bad idea, I am saying it's incorrect.
1: I feel like I have to do some research on this (laughs) and then go observe some cougars and panthers. (laughs) So uh,
0: I say it's a good idea to do this in this case because it promotes the protection of the Florida panther, which we don't have a lot of. Um... However, I think it would be more accurate to say that we need to protect the cougars that we have in Florida, which we have uh-huh. so lovingly named Florida panthers. Florida panther. Okay. Okay. So th- there are different subspecies, but it's in the same you know, way. You're the
1: first person I've ever heard say this. Really? I've, I've never heard. I've never heard this before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> there,
0: there are different subspecies, but
1: subspecies is such an arbitrary now you you have you have an associate's degree in in environmental science yeah and i
0: studied four years of ecology before i went to college so it's six years of studying it's just two of them are accredited and the other four are not
1: so so you're you're more informed than an average on this subject yeah or or just on you know being able to figure these things out you're gonna be better than the average person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, for sure mm -hmm.
0: So, uh, like, just to give, it like, an example, the black bears in California are going to be a different subspecies black bear that's in Florida. Like, they're both right. black bears, but the ones in Florida are a little smaller. Their fur is a little shorter, so we call it a different mm-hmm. subspecies. Okay. If you wanted to use the same classification measures on, like, domestic animals, like, a German shepherd is a different subspecies from a Great Dane we don't use those measures with domestic animals. In fact, for some reason we've decided to put all dogs as a as a subspecies of wolf. But that's a different different discussion though,
1: for a different even though the even though the differences of dogs will be arguably more than the Florida panther and the cougar? Yes.
0: <laughs> Just a little bit more. Yeah. But different subspecies. Okay. That's funny. You know it have it. Whatever. That's a different discussion for another day. So anyways, wrapping that all back to the beginning, we have a fact That's true only because of post-categorization and not really because of, like, a, a scientist can say all day, yeah, but we have genetic markers. But, like, you could literally come up with genetic markers to draw a line wherever you want
1: to draw the line. Right. That, right. like, saying that you have genetic markers. You could, you markers could probably doesn't... create subspecies of humans if you really tried.
0: You could really eat, Like, if you were to use the same classification systems they used to make subspecies of panthers, you'd have like dozens of subspecies of humans. Like, anyways, different discussion there as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the point here is inconsistency and misrepresentation in the media to fulfill a goal. So, an agenda. Okay. An agenda. And I, I, again, I kind of agree with this agenda. Like, it's a nice agenda to have. Let's protect the Florida Panthers. These these cats, by protecting these cats, because they require a lot of land, we protect a lot of other stuff, too, that also lives there. However, we're kind of misrepresenting the truth when we do it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, all the all the kids I went to college with, you know, ate this stuff up. I feel like I was the only one in the corner like Didn't you just tell me this was a subspecies (laughs) of cougar? What are you saying right now? You're the
1: one with the tinfoil cap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Tinfoil cap Yeah, that was go ahead. That was that reminds me of when you told me wait well, you explained to me how the triceratops, right? Doesn't exist. Yeah. And it was really just a juvenile of a different dinosaur, (laughs) and that blew my mind. I mean (laughs) I can't look at dinosaurs the same way more. You know, I, I won't, this is another discussion we can't get into right now, but I am a firm believer that what, uh, what humanity believes about dinosaurs is like 75% false.
0: Oh my, it, you know, you remember learning about Brontosaurus as a kid? Yeah. That d- dinosaur doesn't exist. <laughs> Completely made up dinosaur. Like someone found bones. What they called it Brontosaurus. And then like 20 years later, someone came back and was like, why did you call this a Brontosaurus? <laughs> like, there uh, is no dinosaur right now that anyone calls, at least by a common
1: name, Bron- Brontosaurus. Like, that dinosaur yeah, that we
0: learned about as a kid? It, nope.
1: It's like, you know, obviously, I, you know, 100% dinosaurs existed. Obviously. No question about that. But for someone to sit here and tell me that they have hard facts about some of these dinosaurs, I just... I I don't, I can't believe it. I just, it's hard to explain. Okay, so Jurassic Park 3, Spinosaurus. Uh You remember what it looked like, right? Right, and they made it like huge and more aggressive than the T-Rex.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the hugeness, even by like that time standards, they acknowledged that they made it bigger than what they believe the Spinosaurus to actually be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they exaggerated the size because they they wanted to kill T-Rex. That's all that was about. But <laughs> anyways, I want you to look up a picture of Spinosaurus. Okay. Just type in Spinosaurus and click Google Images.
1: Spinosaurus Images. Um, okay, so there's a couple where it's kind of big, but there's others where it's on four feet. Mm-hmm. It's on feet what (laughs) yep (laughs) it's this here we go here's one with the size comparison it's uh it's pretty small not small but smaller than t-rex for sure or well i can't even i shouldn't even say compared to t-rex because everything we know about t-rex isn't true so (laughs) i just meant i just meant relative in jurassic park uh but yeah no here here we go i'm looking at an actual fossil here we go
0: all right so are you seeing a four-legged version
1: yes yes
0: all right now that is the difference in just a couple years and how they've restructured the entire dinosaur so now Mm -hmm. the most scientifically accurate understanding we have now of spinosaurs is this shape that you're looking at the four-legged
1: crocodile ish shape yeah yeah and i'm looking at a comparison next to uh i guess an average sized human and you know it's its head is maybe just a few feet above the human, mm-hmm. so what we're gonna call it, you know, nine feet tall at the head, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah, that's that's not that's pretty. So it's pretty short compared to now, <laughs> to just uh, a decade before.
0: I'm going to send you a picture. I'm sending it to you on WhatsApp,
1: if it works. Okay,
0: did you get that picture with the skeletal structure? Yes. Okay, so as you can probably imagine, the change in body structure that they've given is because they found more bones of the dinosaur. Mm -hmm. But even looking at this picture, you see the different color codings. Mm -hmm. Red, green, Mm -hmm. uh, and yellow. I'm not sure what the yellow is, but red and green are fossils. debris. Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of that. Red and green are the bones we've found of this dinosaur. Yeah. Now, I want you
1: to... Oh, uh, what's missing?
0: Yeah. Look at the <laughs> amount of speculation that has gone into the shape of this dinosaur.
1: This is recent. This is up to 2019. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no the the so changers... so you are telling me they've never found like no. all those pieces of the head, the jaw, no, or anything? No, no. That's all speculation. Mm-hmm.
0: And before before this, they only had the spine and uh, like the forearm, a piece of the forearm, and that's wait that's a why second, they gave it a, a two-legged you're dinosaur. You're my mind shirt. again.
1: You're telling me that Okay, I always knew that they they would fill in some gaps. They fill in uh, a lot was, of
0: gaps when they're doing. But they're
1: dinosaurs. filling in gaps that, to an extent, that I didn't know was possible, if or that y- was possible. But what was what was, was like acceptable to the scientific community?
0: Think of like any dinosaur you can think of the name of. If you search like bone structure found of that dinosaur, you'll see a chart that shows how many bones of that dinosaur are there and how much of it it's been filled in. And you don't use, of course, you won't see this at museums because that won't wow the little kids Mm -hmm. and you don't hear about it because it's not
1: interesting. So I I think I saw like pictures of fossils, like, you know, semi-complete fossil fossils. So that was, that was obviously, what they'll do is, I mean, they'll put the real bones in there and then they'll fill Mm -hmm. in the rest with fake bones that are the same
0: color. Wow. That's insane. Mm -hmm. So look at, look at like the picture I just sent you. Look at the tail. Look how fat that tail is. Compared to what the old Spinosaurus used to look like. Yeah. So part of the reason why they've changed the structure so much is because, of course, they found those back leg bones. So they know they're shorter. But Mm -hmm. also, they have found these huge, wide, you know, spine... I forget what you call them. But the vertebrae in the tail that show that this thing had a massive paddle for a tail. So this it couldn't Mm -hmm. have just been your typical T-Rex shape and have Mm -hmm. that giant tail and let it be able to swim properly. So, you know, the more bones you have, the better your prediction is going to be. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we went so many years thinking Spinosaurus was this two-legged dinosaur with massive claws that ran around on its hind legs and just occasionally hung out in the water. It's disappointing. And frankly, it's not its not even the paleontologist's fault. Because if you were to talk to a paleontologist, they'd be like, yeah, we don't really know what they look like. You know, we're speculating. So who's doing this then? It's... So someone between the paleontologist and the person drawing the pictures in our books.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Wow. So, th- well, this, again, this is supporting my conspiracy theory <laughs> a little more <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, set, like very substantial portion of what we know dinosaurs is not true. I, this is probably like my, one of my more insane theories. Uh, you know, I'm not a flat earther. I'm not a, we didn't land in the moon person. But I am someone who believes that dinosaurs very possibly could have lived a lot closer to us than sixty-five million years, just because of our carbon dating system being not very good, uh-huh. and uh, among other things, the uh, so... pictures
0: of dragons and medieval
1: castles. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> it all came from something. It came from something. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not sure. You know, that's interesting. Hey guys, this is Levi. I just wanted to say a couple things. First of all, we appreciate you listening to The Mousetrap, and if you want to continue tuning in, please support us any way you can. Whether it's just liking and subscribing, or maybe you can consider donating some cheese and joining our Patreon if that's within your ability. We're on all sorts of platforms, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Please let us know your thoughts by commenting or reaching out to us through our email or subreddit. Alex has a website where you can find our contact info in addition to more details about all his podcasts. The best way to start a conversation with us will be through the Mousetrap subreddit. If you have something that you'd like to discuss, post it. And if you feel the topic is interesting enough, we may bring it up on the show. Thank you again for tuning into the Mousetrap.
0: You know, one of my favorite ones, if I can think of the
1: name of it. In fact, I'm going to look up the name of it
0: real quick so I can show
1: you. I'm just looking at a picture of the Spinosaurus in Jurassic Park. and I was like, wow, you ripped us off. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: ripped us off so bad. All right. I sent you the scientific name of uh, this animal. I'm going to try to pronounce it. As, as with most of these animals I read about, I've only ever read them and I've never heard it said. But it looks like Gigantopithecus blackie. And this is supposed to be a relative of, an extinct relative of the orangutan. Yeah, Gigantopithecus lackey. So go ahead and take a look at the Google images for these
1: guys. Okay. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big guy, right? I'm seeing a lot of illustrations and, you know, models, but no fossils yet. You'll probably
0: eventually run into some tooth fossils.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, found some teeth. Okay. So the reason why you haven't found any other fossils is because we've literally based our entire drawings on teeth. You're joking. Nope. Teeth found in caves.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Now, again, I can understand their line of reasoning. These teeth look exactly like orangutan teeth, just ginormous. So, maybe it was a giant orangutan thing. And, again, I'm sure if you talk to the scientists that found the teeth, they're going to say, maybe it's a giant orangutan thing.
1: But somewhere... Oh, this is supposed to be like the thing from that uh, jungle book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they yeah. based it off this guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting.
0: But, um... You know, you go to the museum and you see them talking about it and they've got a stuffed version of this. You don't. You,
1: yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot of that. Pictures of that. Where where, where, where
0: does it say that you based your entire stuffing on the tooth?
1: That's insane. Mm hmm.
0: So, again, I don't think it's the guys that are finding this stuff. I don't think it's the people that are writing the research papers on the findings. It is someone else down the line. Yeah. I mean, is, in And
1: wh- what reason would there be to do this? Is it is it because of money? It's more
0: interesting, even if it isn't because yeah. of money. It's just it's more interesting to talk about. Yeah.
1: Wow. Just teeth. Yeah, you're right. I'm seeing models where they took some of those fossils, or not fossils, those teeth that they have, mm-hmm. and they the like they put it into a mold of what they think the head could have been. Mm-hmm. And hmm. yeah, but it's just like so you see. Then okay, let's say you have a mold of the jaw you're telling me then you can estimate the entire size of this thing from the jaw. Like
0: they're trying to think about it. And like, again, like that's fair. You can try to do that. And it's, it's fair that you can make an estimate on the size, but I don't know if it's fair that you can make a mold of it, put it in a museum and wow children every day with this mold of a giant ape (laughs) without accurately representing the facts. I don't know.
1: That's so weird. Like, they tell us this thing is real, but Bigfoot isn't. (laughs) (laughs) I have more videos of Bigfoot than I do of this guy.
0: (laughs) If anything like Bigfoot does exist, it's probably this guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just browsing images now. I'm just flabbergasted. Wow, what else do you have us like this? This is amazing I'm learning so much tonight. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, I'm glad uh, this conversation turned this direction. I'm i <laughs> something genuinely genuinely learning a lot. Uh,
0: honestly, you could do this with any almost any extinct animal any animal that's extinct that it's hard to find bones of. so like most animals from the Pliocene this this isn't quite the case because we've got pretty good. Skeletal structures for like mammoths and mastodons and stuff like that, but like anything before that, and like the occasional ape. I don't know. There's a there's a reason why they they speculate that it's because it's they hard eat to each other's
1: bones. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, let's, carnal- try it. let's try. It with, uh, can- can- <laughs> let's try with the carnivorous. Let's try with stegosaurus. Stego, Let's see. Stegosaurus Stegosaurus. bone. Let's see if we can find a chart that shows which bones were actually found. Do bones found? Now, Stegosaurus has been around for a long time, so I would be
1: surprised if it was as bad as the Spinosaurus example I showed you. Do you see? I searched uh, Stegosaurus bones found, and the second image was meet Sophie, the most complete Stegosaurus skeleton ever found. Oh, let me try it. Here's another question I have: How, when you find different fossils spread around, so obviously they're not all finding this together, unless this one they did actually find it all together, but that's unlikely.
0: Right, but like with the example of the spinosaurus, there it's different animals that they found and they've pieced
1: together. So how can how are they able to attribute these different fossils to the same dinosaur? That's my question. I'm not sure.
0: I'm assuming they've got some model that they use to mm-hmm. to make these attributions, but I don't know what they are. Mm, I'm not finding a good like graph, a good graphic that shows. Maybe spinosaurus
1: is maybe I'm sorry, maybe stegosaurus is very complete. And I think it is So I'm looking at one of where they laid them out at. Uh, where is this London Museum? Uh, it's this life live science rare stegosaurus tailton debut at london museum through the, the bone the fossils are splayed out on the ground on like a white sheet of some sort yeah i'm looking at it that looks relatively that looks pretty close complete, to complete. Mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm.
0: is it though or did they or did they put in look at the it. empty
1: you know um, that looks a
0: little too complete to me i don't know
1: okay i pulled up the website Finding a near-complete stegosaurus skeleton is unusual, said Paul Barrett, lead dinosaur researcher at the museum. So I'm assuming that it's near-complete. It is near-complete. Okay. Cool. Yeah, this, it says the new specimen hailed from the American West, uh, discovered the stegosaurus in the spring 2003 at the Red Canyon Ranch in Wyoming. The skeleton was almost fully connected. It was missing only the left arm and the base of its tail and it took three weeks to excavate. Okay, okay. I see a left arm in this picture. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I see a complete tail as well. That is correct. Yes. So they're filling in some gaps there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'll give them this one.
0: This is enough to at least know the correct shape. This is yes. not as bad as Spinosaurus was. How did we get on this topic? How does this how does this tie back to the
1: main point?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it all it all So, I think we got in this direction because we were talking about what is factual and what's presented as factual and what people will will run with. So, with the example of dinosaurs that, you know... Spinosaurus is this big,
0: bad, clawed dinosaur and everyone just ran with it because it was more interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, people are taking these, these theories and are presenting them as facts when they're still... a lot of it is a lot of it's still theoretical now obviously you know a scientist will respond to that with well you know in order to become a theory we have to have quite a bit of facts to back it up and to establish that it's a scientific theory and sure you have you have observations obviously but you still shouldn't walk around preaching some of these theories as facts so this all ties in back to i think what we were saying before that take things for what they are. Don't make huge conclusions based off a small number of facts, you know. And don't, as Sherlock Holmes would say, don't make your facts suit theories instead of your theories suiting facts. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that's something I always try to keep in mind. Don't form a conclusion and look for the facts that only support your conclusion. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, you know the scientific community will claim that they're looking at both sides of the coin, but...
0: And, I mean, if if you're being fair, the scientific community is a group of people, you know? So someone Mm -hmm. is looking at the other side of the coin. Yeah. The the problem is, are are you the consumer of the media hearing both sides of the coin? Right. Are you just listening to... Yeah, the ones, yeah. Are both sides of the coin being communicated to you? And if they are, are you actually listening?
1: Yeah, I I think that a lot of it is interpretation where people will hear something and not only want it to be true, but, you know, people people want to believe things Uh, at the core of at the core of it. People want to believe certain things to make themselves feel better or whatever reason it may be. So, you know, people, it made them feel better, like with coronavirus, when who said, oh, you know, keep living your life. Don't worry about wearing a mask. People were like, oh, great. It doesn't affect me. Cool. They just liked how it sounded. And someone in a state of authority said it. So they ran with it and didn't fact check it. So I think that's what it comes down to. You have to be willing to sacrifice either your your pride or, you know, something that you might like to look at the facts and say, okay, you know, coronavirus is a problem and even if it may not be a problem for me, it may be a problem for someone else and I'm cont- I'm contributing to that problem if I don't wear a mask or if I'm, you know, out and about doing stuff like normal. Also, one
0: someone or when an entity is giving you information it might be good to at least at
1: least consider, consider the possibility consider
0: the possibility that they have filled in some blanks themselves mm-hmm. before handing yeah. you a nice complete skeleton
1: <laughs> you know yeah the skeleton of a skeleton of a statement some gaps have been filled of the actual facts okay Mm -hmm. yeah that's a nice way of saying it yeah i mean i maybe i'm
0: drawing some connections and some lines where i shouldn't be but like it's easy in my mind to compare jurassic park three spinosaurus to like month two of corona where we were like oh it's only in china oh it's just a normal flu oh we'll find a vaccine soon oh if you've got antibodies you're fine Mm-hmm. And then compare 2019 Spinosaurus to us now, where we're like, <laughs> "Oh my God, corona toes!" Oh my yeah. God, I've been home for four weeks and counting. And the fact is, our current Spinosaurus is still missing a bunch of bones. Yeah. So what are we missing? Right. You know, we think we're we still, un- we, still yeah. th- we think we have all the facts now, but. If you look a little closer, we realize we still don't even know if antibodies are good or bad or if they do anything at all. that's,
1: That's the scary part is that, you know, the economy and society as a whole right now is so quick to jump back to normal. But there's still so much we don't know. There are still people catching it again. There are still people getting these wacky symptoms. And... We're just saying, okay, let's just hop on back out there, you know, start with the beaches. Yeah, let's let's go for it. Uh huh. I I don't see it. You know,
0: I, I, I still haven't even heard confirmation whether or not this thing came from a bat or a pangolin. <laughs> every time, every time I read an article, it's talking about the opposite animal. as the last article I read. Like, who do I go to find out? I don't know. Do I yeah. go to who? They told me not to wear masks. I don't I think know. You have to go
1: to uh to Wuhan.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> go to the meat market myself and yeah. find out. What are y'all selling over here?
1: <laughs> you, oh, but that's okay, the other so, thing.
0: Did you read the article about how it might have not have come from the meat market at all? It might have come from yeah. some caves from some ti- scientists that were sent in by the Chinese y- yes, government?
1: Yes. I've, uh, I was about to ask you. <sighs> what is your take on the conspiracy theory that this was an engineered virus by the Chinese government and they were testing it in Wuhan? I don't even know, man. Like... How how how
0: would you know? You know, like it's China, so you would never know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I I I have heard some of the evidence of like patient zero being this scientist lady who they have scrubbed her name from everything, and then they tried to convince everyone that she was fine, but no one has seen her. <laughs> <laughs> so the Chinese government scrubbed her name Whoa. from all their files. She's been MIA. And they're saying she's fine. She's fine. She's at home. She's home. <laughs> she's fine. We erased her from our collective memory, but she's fine. We promise. That sounds fishy to me.
1: But I, I mean, I, I don't know what to make. China of it. being you fishy know. is nothing new. Like. No, no. So you know, regardless of how it started, I only care about what's relative to us. Mm-hmm. You know, here. So that and that, that with that being you know, us just taking precautions where we have to just, you know, and I'm in the fortunate position. I can, the, the issue is I have been affected by this disease a lot less than some others. I'm very fortunate and me and my family, we haven't lost our jobs. So, you know, I, I don't have the same incentive that someone else would have to jump back out and start working again. So I, I completely openly recognize that. So I, I can see why someone would want to run back out there and go back to their job and everything. But, you know, you have to just look at the greater good and, you know, humans don't like doing things for the greater good. And <laughs> it comes down to it. We know that. So mm-hmm. it's tough. It's a tough situation. You know, it's it's easy to say from our perspective because we're affected less. But when you have someone close to you die from coronavirus, then it hits it hits home and then you care. So... It's just perspective. So you just kind of have to look at the facts and the probability of it spiking again with everybody going back out there is pretty high. It's, you know, considering
0: I, I, I would put a lot of money on it, especially in the States. I don't know. Especially in Florida. Like, especially in Florida. Oh my <laughs> yeah. goodness. Florida's I was in Home Depot today and like no one was wearing a mask at all. Oh, uh, I, I, I was the only one in there with a mask.
1: Yeah, None I of had the to workers were the, wearing a mask. No one. I, like three times throughout uh, coronavirus, I've had to go to the post office. And every time I've gone, it's brutal. Because the, the lines are already ridiculous at the post office during normal times. But, you know, now people are home and they're shipping stuff, you know, because I don't know what they're doing. But I'm selling stuff on eBay, like more than ever, because I guess people are buying stuff online more. And they got those Corona checks. So I'm pretty positive that I took one dude's entire Corona check. He spent like $1,200 on my eBay stuff. Just one guy. Like legit. I think it came out to like (laughs) $1,200. So I think I took his check. I think I took his check. (laughs) So (laughs) this dude bought a ton of action figures for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. uh,
1: (laughs) But, you know, so I had to go there and it was just brutal. And I I was looking around. I'm like, these are the idiots. And I'm one of them, I guess, being there. But at least I have a mask on and I'm keeping my distance. But other people weren't. They were just on top of each other. And someone got kind of close to me. I just kind of getting this little look. I'm like, "Uh, do you mind? (laughs) You know, you you know. And there was like, it was like an older person. I'm like, shouldn't, aren't you, aren't you the one who should care? Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I, I don't think I ever will get it. And and you know it literally just hit me today. This was gonna sound ignorant, but it hit me just today that this is gonna be in history books. You know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is this is a momentous time that because for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. But I just I never really thought about that. You know that people are gonna be studying what went on now. And they're going to say, look at how these people reacted. They were at home writing memes to make themselves feel better. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, true because uh, while we have a historical
0: record of the Spanish flu, we didn't have the internet during the Spanish flu to record our every single thought as a collective right. society.
1: Now, now, Now there's direct evidence of what people were thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah because people were tweeting and you know posting everything they thought
0: all people will have to do in 50 years is scroll
1: back on twitter and see see what everyone had to say that that's a that's going to be interesting Down, if you know we're still around twitter's still around in 50 years how that's all going to be implemented mhm i wonder how far back you'll be able to go true it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting <laughs> fun times yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any closing thoughts? I learned a lot about uh, not only dinosaurs, but about Florida Panthers tonight. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: if any I ecologist, think... especially any ecologist in Florida hears this,
1: I'm going to get an angry email. I can already feel it coming. You know what? Bring it on. That that will make my day. <laughs> it won't make my week. But it'll make my day if you got an angry, angry email. And I, I will love... You know what? If someone's listening to this and you disagree with what we're saying, please write it in. Please send us an email. We will respond to it on air if right it, now. If it's
0: interesting, <laughs> I will read it out loud. So make sure it's interesting.
1: Yeah, don't just don't just don't just be don't like bash.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's got to be interesting. If we yeah,
1: bring up bring up some points. I, provide some sources. I like being proved and I'd wrong. Love to consider it.
0: But I like arguing even more. So. <laughs> Don't bet. I know.
1: <laughs> I know. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get a good argument on here eventually. Yeah, we'll go we'll get there. Yeah. yeah, we just have to hit the right topic.
0: It's true. It's true. I think this was an incredibly non-controversial episode. Yeah, I was expecting pretty, us. We to... We kept uh, it pretty general. <laughs> I was expecting us to um disagree more than we did. I think. Well,
1: well, that then that was the reason why I I told you beforehand. You know, with this conversation was we generally agree mm-hmm. that because we're pretty on this subject at least, we're pretty reasonable that, you know, most people are trying to spread the truth, relatively. There's going to be the bad few, but, you know, for the most part, people are okay. I think most misinformation uh, well, it... comes from people who are trying to spread the truth and just not doing it. Very well. Very well. Or, you know, I don't know. The news is still a problem. You know, I... They're, they're, they're trying to get attention, obviously, and they're trying to get viewership, and they're going to repeat the same things over and over and over again throughout the day. But, and then, then they'll just, they'll tease you with little pieces of inf- information. So they'll be like, oh, we we know this, but we might be finding out about this. Tune in in 20 minutes, and we'll give you that piece of information. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just, that's why I don't watch the news. Um yeah, that's why I'm going to bunker up in my n- undisclosed bunker, <laughs> and I'll go off the grid. But I'll have an internet connection, so I won't be off the grid completely. That's like the opposite <laughs> of off the grid. That's not how off the grid works. It's uh, off the um, first-person interaction grid. Okay. I, I, I don't want to deal with other people in person. <laughs> I can deal with them on the internet. <laughs> I, I, I can deal with internet trolls, but I can't deal with you know real life stupid people. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I can act like the people on the internet don't actually exist. You know, that that's all just a computer writing this stuff. And I'm like, oh no, no one actually said that. But when someone says it to my face, I'm just like, wow, you're pretty dumb. So that's the life of a genius. The life of a genius. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> genius. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right cool well um this is the mousetrap
1: and that's the cheese